Welcome to the Third Eye Wellness Podcast. My name is Mia Carrillo, a holistic nutritionist and energy worker based in San Diego, California. I'm sharing all my best tips and strategies for those wanting to connect deeper to their body and soul. Each week, you'll hear musings from me and guest experts in their field, as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life now so you can live a more conscious lifestyle. Thanks so much for spending time with me today. Now let's dive right into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Third Eye Wellness Podcast. My name is Nia, and thank you so much for joining me today. Look at me posting two episodes in a row this week and last. (laughs) I always told myself when we were in our smaller place that I would record more and be more consistent if I was in a less noisy area and I had my own office. And there was a part of me that wondered if that was just an excuse. But lo and behold, I, I think I was onto something there. I mentioned that I moved in the May last episode and me and my husband have just like, realize how scrunched our energy was like not even from a physical standpoint like yes our furniture has more space to be placed and we can rearrange and decide next month we want the uh, bed on that wall and the couch over there like beyond that like like emotionally and energetically for us as human beings, we felt scrunched because we were in such an open concept space. It was like, I could be in the kitchen and still have the same view that I had in the living room. And I could be in my den of an office and still have the same view. And even in the bedroom, like you could see everything, even though it was closed off from certain angles. So it was just having this constant same view and where all of our furniture and items and like the roles we played in life, work, student, uh, relaxing, were just done in one space you don't realize like how much that like takes a toll on you especially when you're not living alone so it feels still so great (laughs) to be in this like more expansive space it's like when your mom buys your new shoes and you get like a couple inches so that your feet can grow into them that is how life feels right now like i'm still growing into it which leads me to the topic of today's episode Uh, Today's episode, I recorded a piece of like this thought stream or consciousness, if you will, on an Instagram story last week. And maybe you don't follow me on Instagram. If you don't, you should. My handle is at eclectic.wellness, E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C dot wellness. I have to spell it out because some people are like, oh my God, this entire time I thought your uh, business was electric wellness and it's always been eclectic. Um, kind of like the mandala effect where it's like the Bernstein bears. No, it has always been eclectic, I can assure you. So that's why I spell it out. Anyways, I digress. Follow me on there if you have not already. But I was sharing on Instagram stories something that came into me as a, uh, hmm, a thought but I really believe it was a download of some sort because it was something that I knew and something that I'm constantly sharing with clients when they're going through tough shit because that is literally a part of the journey. You cannot avoid pain and it really becomes about like choosing as much as you can, choosing what pain, and I say pain in air quotes here, 
what pain you want to endure and experience because that will be that turning point for you on your journey. So before we get into that, I just want to share and throw it out there that I am sipping on my yummy, yummy magic mind. It's a matcha based drink with nootropics and it really helps me focus. And for those of you that listen and struggle with symptoms of ADHD, whether or not you're formally diagnosed and you just feel like, ah, I cannot focus and you need the extra caffeine, maybe in the afternoon, I would give some magic mind a shot and I do not get paid for any of this. I'm just sharing it from the bottom of my heart. This thing like really helps me, especially with podcasting because I tend to record things in the afternoon and that's when I want to reach for that second cup of coffee or maybe even third. And I just know like, okay, Nia, you're in your (laughs) thirties. You're not 18, 19 where you could have that like coffee in the afternoon and not have to worry about the consequences of it. Like Come on, when you're in your 30s, like there's nothing more important than your sleep, your precious, precious sleep. So I try not to go down the coffee route. And when I want a little bevy that's not water, I usually turn to Magifime. And those nootropics are really going to help you basically focus. And not from this like, I'm going to have a caffeine crash later at the expense of me having this like zooming, focused, honed-in energy. So this is like a really natural um burst of energy but there's no crash associated and it's not going to keep you up for hours on end um so if you're someone that struggles with that highly highly recommend this for you as an alternative you can sip it as a shot um, which is how i primarily used it and then now i started to use it like a little buddy and i would pour it over ice you can mix it with milk too and it is listener approved i had some people reach out to me saying like okay i tried it and i really freaking love this stuff so uh shout out to vanessa because she was one of them who messaged me and like exclaimed her excitement to me so that made me super happy um so there is a discount code for listeners and it is third i one four fourteen um and it will be linked with everything to purchase it if you're wanting to give it a go. Um, And the discount code is in there as well. So check that out. But okay, let's dive right into it without further ado. Um, So the thought, the stream of consciousness that came to me was something that's based on the law of duality. And the law of duality is that for every light, there is a dark. For everything, there is an opposite in this world. We did not come down to this human experience to only experience one side of the spectrum. We have up, then there's down, there's north, there's south, there's east, there's west, there's light, there's dark, there's good, there's bad. There's Republicans, there's Democrats. There are dogs, there are cats. There is always something to the opposite of something. And we can't know what something is without knowing what something is not. And here's why this came up for me. I'm going to share something that I've been really going through and be super transparent because I was having this conversation earlier with someone who was like, basically reached out to me and was like, Hey, I really want to transition to starting my own business, but like, I don't even know like the first place to start. Like let's, can we connect? And this was somebody I know in real life. So I met with her for coffee and I shared a lot of these things with her today. And I think this information like yeah i brought it to my instagram stories it just needs a permanent 
place on one of my social feeds. So hopefully this reaches more people. And so this law of duality really came to me last Monday, so a week ago as I'm recording this, and I'm working out and all of a sudden I get a notification. A couple months ago, I dealt with a contracted service provider and they basically (laughs) not who they, uh, they're not who they said they were. Their service was subpar, not what they provided me. Everything that this person provided me as far as like what I did receive was, yeah, subpar and it was late. And I had like these deadlines and these goals to hit and this person couldn't even keep their promise to me. And that was a huge red flag. So I backed out of the contract because it just kept happening over and over again. And in that process, I tried to get my money back because I was just like, you know what, I'll pay you for what I uh, purchased from you. But other than that, like, I don't see a good working future for us and for the betterment of you and I, like, I just don't think this is resolvable because there were just so many incidents piled over and over and over again where I, I couldn't bear to spend the couple more thousand dollars with this person. And it was basically like, no, you're just going to keep, I'm going to keep this money. (laughs) So I disputed the charge and my bank gave me a temporary uh, amount for it. And it's a significant amount of money. And right now, like I'm in the process of just like, I have a lot of investments. Like I'm invested in a program I'm in. I have a like service providers in my business. I've since replaced that person, you know, and running a business, once you get into the thick of it, it it comes with its own investments. And so they had given me a credit for this and I got the notification while I was working. I should, this is why I should, you should never check your notifications while you're working out because it just like stops the flow of energy and you're just like, fuck, like I have to continue with this workout. And I just like got this annoying text or this annoying email and I'm just annoyed and I don't want to finish my workout. So lesson to self there. But I got the notification that they're like, nope, like you basically backed out of a contract, which I did. Uh, There's nothing in there that says if you back out of the contract that you get money. So we're going to take that credit back. And I was so certain that they were going to let me keep the money, you know, like they were going to find her guilty (laughs) or just like me on the upper end of this, this, the spectrum, the upper, uh, the better end of the stick. I don't know. So they're like, we're going to take that money back that we credited to you. And I mean, they credited me back in January. I had since forgotten. And because I'm like in the thick of like all these like investments and just like pouring money out of my bank account for good things, like good things. And just like transitioning, it was like, ugh. Like I got into a lot of scarcity, like, oh my God, like what am I going to do? And I literally just started to cry in the middle of my workout. Thank God I do not work out at a gym. Um, I work out. (laughs) And so I'm like literally having, about to have this pity party for myself where I'm on the ground, like literally like belly on the ground, head there, like on the ground and like 
banging my fist like, God, why? You know, like we've all had those moments. We don't always talk about them. And my husband has seen me and plenty of them as an entrepreneur. And I would guess that anyone who works for themselves has like probably cries weekly just because there's just so much shadowy aspects to it. You're constantly doing the work. And I was just like, why, why, what am I doing wrong? Like, please help me. Like, I don't want to spend this money. Like I have to find it now. Like, you know, just going into the, all these stories, like, uh, like, what did I do to deserve this? Why are you punishing me? Please, please, please help me. And then I had this light bulb moment and I, I kid you fucking not, I'm like in the middle of tears and then all of a sudden, and I'm sapping my fingers, maybe hopefully you heard that for special effect. And it's like, bing, something goes off. And that something is like, well, hey, Nia. Well, first off, you just filed your taxes. And because you paid taxes all year long, that little cushion of money that you had been saving, you actually don't need to spend that. So this will give you more than enough to pay for, put that money back into your account so you don't feel like you lost anything. So there's that, we solved that. Like that's how it happened in my mind. Like I, <laughs> it sounds funny, but that's how it happened. And I'm like, okay, like I'm going from crying into like hearing this kind of voice in my head. And then also remember the law of duality. Okay, bye. And then it just like clicked off. And then I come back and I'm like, okay, what the fuck just happened? So the law of duality, like I said, like, a, like there, there's always the opposite. So what happens? And I'm going to give you a couple examples with this because I know there's just always a, a variety of listeners, but I'll give you the, the finance version and the, the, the health version of a situation that would be like this. So the finance version would be, okay, I want to up level my business or I want to start working for myself or something to do with like, I want to make more money. Well, you better believe that you are going to probably very soon after you declare and set the intention and go after this goal with your finances, say you want to make, I don't know, six figures in your business or more, and you want to go to that next income bracket. And all of a sudden you are bombarded with finance shit that you just like thought came out of nowhere. Like, for example, what happened to me, and that is actually an intention I said I wanted to do this year, was I wanted to increase my income passively, and I wanted to clean up my relationship and my habits related to my finances. Like, being an entrepreneur, there is a very unpredictable nature sometimes, especially when you are a service provider, there are seasons. And like what I make in January is so different from what I make in uh, the springtime. The springtime is my busiest. And you would think January would be fast, faster, but it's not actually. So anyways, when we get to that point where we're like, I want more money, I wanna be in a healthier relationship, I want financial abundance. And we immediately get shown these things that are like really heavy and you get thrown extra bills. These are like literally opportunities that are being thrown your way to show you what is in the way of you being financially abundant. This is how this works. Like me getting that notification that uh, now this uh, 
significant amount of money is going to be taken out of my bank account. What am I going to do? It gives me an opportunity to respond in a different way. And here's an example for your health. Say you're like, I want to heal my relationship with food and I want to lose these like, I don't know, 50, 80, 80 pounds or a hundred pounds or whatever that I've gained over the last couple of years because I've emotionally ate and I've not eaten foods that are good for me and I'm not moving and blah, 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 blah. And then you start to experience uh, big, heavy emotions and immediately you want to go, I don't know, go eat the chips or the ice cream in your pantry or go out for cocktails at a happy hour with your girlfriends to solve that issue. And it's like, oh my God, how do I do life with this goal of mine? Might as well just give up. Or see these big emotions like me getting dumped by my boyfriend or all these crazy things happening to me. See, I I just can't be healthy. It's just not for me. I don't know how to deal with this this stuff. So you know what? I'm just going to go back to what I normally do. I'm going to be this way forever. And put any situation into that like kind of formula of you set an intention and then you are bombarded with the thing of its opposite and you think you are stuck there or you did something wrong that is leading you to the law of duality the rate or the like availability you have of one side of the spectrum is going to be the same for its light or darker counterpart. So for example, let's take, if we're imagining happiness and sadness or health and not health, finances, like financial abundance and lack on one big spectrum, like if they each have their own, The rate at which you allow yourself to experience darkness is the same length at which you will experience its light. So you can't just be like, I am going to experience financial abundance and never lack. (laughs) It doesn't quite work like that. Like you always hear these stories that like, oh, it's the darkest before the dawn, it's dawn. Or like right before someone had their big break, they were in a really dark, scary period. And that is very intentional. It's not by accident. And when you get to that space, you have to come back to the realization that you are exactly where you are supposed to be. In fact, those heavy emotions or those problems They're being shown to you to show you this is what is blocking you. This is what's in the way of you and this desire of yours, whether it's your health or your finances or love from manifesting into your physical reality. The problem is, is that we get stuck there. We go into the egoic story of I must have done something wrong or what did I do wrong? Or maybe this is just not cut out for me. Or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Everyone else has this figured out, but you know what? Fuck, like this this isn't for me. And I can tell you there's something in your life that you've accomplished or achieved and it was once something that you didn't. And so for my ladies or men, whoever's listening to this, that are partnered and in a healthy, like significant relationship, whether it's marriage or long-term relationship. And before that, maybe you were dealing with like 
men or women that were emotionally unavailable and you just wanted a partner. There was a point before you met your partner that you were single and you just accepted the singleness and the unex like uh, the uneventfulness of it and the discomfort of it and the pain and maybe the realization of why you were attracting these emotionally unavailable men or women or partners into your life that just weren't a right fit like you had some ownership some responsibility and let, let's break that word down because this is like it was a game changer for me responsible response able break it into two the ability to respond you had some ability to respond to the circumstances hey i am not in a situation that i like so i'm gonna create some space sit with the discomfort of it but i'm not gonna get attached to it and then lo and behold what your partner showed up that is exactly what happened to me and i'm and i can give you a million examples i'll give you love and health because are there two things that i feel like okay i i've got those down (laughs) so for before i met my husband i was in a series of situationships like i was a serial situationship girl like always with these guys that did not want to fully commit to me because i was allowing it first off i didn't believe that like i could actually be in a relationship with somebody or somebody wanted to actually be with me which is a really sad but unfortunate truth during my early 20s and my later teens and so i was always attracting these guys that just like were just non-committal and it was very like reminiscent of like how the feelings i felt in childhood in relation to my dad specifically just never around and like coming when they pleased and that is exactly how it was for me as a child and then it got to this point where it started to become really toxic like i was just sacrificing who i was and like my boundaries and being so disrespected and not saying anything about it and like asserting like hell no you don't do that to me I just like was a doormat in that way and it was a very vulnerable time in my life too because I had just graduated college and I moved in a new city and I just was not liking like my life and then I had this like cherry on top of like what the fuck I keep attracting these like douchebags into my life until I took responsibility that hey I am the common denominator and I remember thinking that and it was like New Year's 2014. Yeah. Somewhere around there, like right New Year's Eve. And I was sick. And I remember just being in my room while my roommate was throwing a party and just being like, yeah, I, I, I am responsible for this somehow. Like they are them. But the reason they're coming in my life is because there's something we have in common and something vibrates at the same frequency. I didn't use that terminology, but I got it enough. And so I just started to have fun being single. Like I really fucking enjoyed it. So I was like, there's no way that I'm going to go through my whole life and not find love. Love is going to find me. I was so certain of it. Like if my parents who weren't even like on a healing path, if they could find love and relationships and all these other people in my life who effortlessly found it, like does anyone else have that friend that just like you feel like she always has a new boyfriend and you're just like oh my god (laughs) 
<laughs> I can't even find one that I like or that wants to stay around. That's how my like early 20s felt. Like I had friends that just like always had a new boyfriend, like could get a new boyfriend within like a couple of months. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to get this one guy to commit. And I didn't know what I know now, but I just really like if so-and-so can get a boyfriend, so can fucking I. Like I'm not gonna go the rest of my life without being in a significant relationship. Like it's literally impossible. Like unless I just live under a rock. There's just so many ways to date now. So I just like was like, you know what? Like one day, like you're not gonna be able to be selfish as you are, Mia. Like you can still take care of yourself, but there's gonna be one day where you're gonna have to like consider someone else in your life and you can't just get up and do whatever the fuck you want like if you wanted to go live in random vermont tomorrow and you would have to consult someone and be like do you want to go live in vermont with me because that's where i want to go and you couldn't just leave like you'd have to like compromise if they didn't want to go to vermont (laughs) so I started to appreciate that, like being alone and like how cool it was to be single and in a new town and get to experience life in the way that I was experiencing it. And it started to become really, really fun. And then I started to go on Tinder <laughs> um, and just like mess around, see like what's going on. Like that's a, like was not looking for a boyfriend and I was not looking uh, for a husband either. (laughs) And lo and behold, I met my husband. And just because I was like so certain that love would find me and that like I was really honestly enjoying being single and like the lack of responsibility of not being in a relationship, I think that's why love found me so quickly. I also was very clear, like at the time I made this like, list if you will i don't know where it's at at this point it's probably in one of my many journals but of just like i wanted a partner that loved and respected me that like led a healthy lifestyle and like took care of himself as i took care of me and was determined and had a good head on their shoulders and was in some sort of career and had some idea of what they wanted to do with their life like you know had direction and that was like just like my my rough outline of like, okay, one day when I want to be in a relationship, that will happen. Well, it came like within 30 days. I spent 30 days in this like self-love challenge and I started to date myself. And then right after that, I met my husband on Tinder and it was so casual. Like I felt like I had known him forever. Like our first date, it, it was me, him and a friend. I had had her come and hang out with someone else and like the other part of the brewery because I'm like, what if he's a creep, you know, like this could go really south really quickly. And, um, ended up being like so fun. Like he bought us like beers at this brewery and then we went to get burritos and he bought it all. Like, and (laughs) fun fact, I had $20 to my name and it existed on a credit card. I had no money. And I was just like, hopefully he offers to pay this or like my budget is 20 bucks. And Kevin took care of everything for me and my friend. And we talked about like, like just nostalgic things like 90s cartoons and just childhood. And like we were born the same year. So we had just so much in common, like from like a generational standpoint and also just like, I don't know, like the stage of life that we were in. And it was just so natural. And so like, that's one example of like, how I allowed myself to sit with the discomfort and the pain of knowing that like, ugh, like I'm responsible for my life and how these men 
that were previously like these situationships and how unhappy I was, I allowed those feelings to come about. It was lonely at some point. Like, yes, I started to enjoy like the singleness of it. Like, you know, I said the lack of responsibility, but there were parts where like, I cried myself to sleep sometimes, you know, and like just was depressed and I had to sit with all of that discomfort. But then like once I just accepted it, that literally became the door, like because I just allowed myself to be okay. Like this is where I'm at right now and I'm 23 and it's not the end of the world that I don't have a boyfriend. It's gonna be okay. And then I found my boyfriend on a hookup app. (laughs) And it wasn't even a hookup. It ended up being like, my partner for the rest of my life because I was so accepting of what was present. Now, had I been, what's wrong with me? Why can't I attract these guys? Like I'm a victim in this, like we so often do when we get shown the opposite. Like I was had to accept the loneliness and the singleness and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be here. If I had been like that and rejected it, I don't know that I would have been able to call in my husband. Now, think of that like with health. When those emotions come up, you didn't just arrive at being unhealthy. It took maybe years of habits and patterns of you getting to a situation where your health felt out of your control or you having an unhealthy relationship with food because food was how you comforted yourself. If you never allow yourself to sit with and be with those emotions, you are going to get stuck there. And I think so many people do get stuck there and they repeat the cycle over and over and over again and they call it a life. And they're just like literally on (laughs) a merry-go-round doing the same thing with a different flavor. And a really common example with health is dieting. It's like you try these like crazy diets that like promise you, okay, you're gonna change your life from this thing. You just have to take out carbs. Okay, that one didn't work. I'm gonna do the one that goes off my blood type, but I'm never going to face that like maybe beneath my food issue and why I overeat or whatever the problem is, is because I have a lot of trauma from childhood uh, or is because like I don't know how to healthily be with my emotions and the way I learned when I was 10 years old was eating. And I didn't know I was doing that then. It was so subconscious, but now it still is here with me. And now I have all these gut issues because I eat processed foods and blah, 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 blah. I've been in this state of stress, blah, 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 blah. So if I just like skip to the end and the good parts and I don't allow myself to sit at its near, like its literal opposite, then I'll never ever be able to sustain this new frequency shift. Because just as uncomfortable as it is for you to sit with the loneliness of being single or the discomfort of what it feels like to be in your body when you don't have a healthy relationship with food or to sit with the reality that your finances are not exactly how you'd like them to be because you have never had financial education just as uncomfortable as that is it's it feels just as uncomfortable for you to be in the light side of that if i like handed you a million dollars right now and you have only ever had you're only used to having $5,000 in your bank account at a time, 
that would feel so overwhelming for your system. And I know you might think, oh my God, no, it won't. I would do so much with that money. No, you would blow that money because you've not done any money mindset work up until this point to know how to manage a million dollars. And the same goes for your weight. We have weight set points, which are very energetic to me. You can't tell me otherwise. People say like, oh, well, your body just got used to this calorically. Yeah, 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 sure. But it also comes down to it emotionally and energetically. We have this like this threshold, if you will, of like, say for you, it's like you can't go below 200 pounds. Well, that's because your body has created safety and like, and maybe your like range is like, you can get down to 201, but you cannot get below that. And you've tried really hard and you try to do it with diets. Well, your body is so freaking uncomfortable with like going anything below that because it's vulnerable. It causes you to face those things that which caused that extra 50 pounds to be put on because maybe it was trauma. Could have been after you had sexual trauma or maybe it's over the years. This is how you protected yourself as a child. And I see this time and time again. They do studies on people who've gotten weight loss surgery and they follow up with them five years later and 50% of them, one in two people who have gotten weight loss surgery, gain it back. And then probably more because they've adopted this new weight and they've lost it really rapidly. And maybe this was an issue, very likely was an issue or a challenge that they faced their all their life. Imagine being 35. And then by the time you're 36, Up until you were 35, you dealt with weight and health issues. And then, okay, at 36, zoom, you're now a whole entirely different looking person and you weigh a whole different weight, but you did not do anything to integrate, to sustain mindset work and allowing it to drop into your body to feel safe. This is where somatic work comes into play. You did nothing. You will just go back to what is comfortable. And so that's where we get into that merry-go-round, as I mentioned, the dieting. Okay, I'm going to try this diet. I just got to do it better. No, I'm sorry. Diet and exercise is like, I'd say half of, and it's it's a significant portion. So I'd say it's a huge portion. Half of it, of the journey is using those tools, but the other half is emotional and it's energetic and it has a lot to do with sustaining it, integrating it into your nervous system. And so when we get to those difficult points, the whole point of today's episode is when we get to those difficult points, do not fall victim. Think of it as a healing green flag. You call something in and you go to its opposite. That is the law of duality. You're swinging the pendulum to the other side. Have you ever, do you actually own a pendulum? If you swung it and like, like just like shook it, it's going to go the same distance to the left that it does to the right. And so that brings me back to that point I said earlier is that the, like the rate, the distance you let it go to the left, say that's light. Oops, my microphone. Say that's light. It's the same distance it's gonna go into the darkness. If you go into the darkness and you're presented with it and you stretch your limit a little bit more, that rate and the extension of that darkness and the like acceptance of it, you better believe it is law. It is law that you will increase 
the capacity for you to hold lightness in your body. So it's, it's a green flag that you're in those dark points, those heavy thoughts. Now, this doesn't mean that, <laughs> okay, you checked that off your list. You sat with the thing. Okay, where's my thing? It's going to come immediately. No, <laughs> it takes time for something to bloom. And so that's also part of the work is like holding space. Like, okay, you've, sus- you've increased your capacity to sit with anger, but can you sit there and sustain it? You have to show your body. Yes, yes, yes. It's safe to be in this like habit of waking up early and taking care of myself where previously I thought that this was like horrible for me. I'm going to keep showing and repeating and showing up how I'd think my healthiest version would show up. Even when I'm not getting the results I want instantaneously because I'm so used to that from dieting or get rich quick schemes or whatever else it is or the quick rush of someone texting you back and you having this amazing relationship and then boom it crashes. It takes time to build all of those things, whether it's a partnership, whether it's increasing your income. We have to go and like stepping stones, um, but I almost imagine it like a literal staircase. Like I have to be okay at that staircase, that one step before I go to the next. I have to be able to sustain it in my body and energetically for me to take that next step. If I just try to take the elevator ride up, I can't gain all of that knowledge and that Hmm. wisdom that we get from going through that journey and it's it's not going to be sustained so think of something that you have accomplished accomplished in your life or manifested so say you're working on money okay look around do you have love do you have your health what's something that you've overcome and see how the law of duality fits in there i guarantee it does And use that same strategy that you used with that thing that you now have in your life that you once didn't and apply it to the thing, say your health, and see how like, okay, I allowed myself to just be with it. I was totally unattached and I surrendered and it came super quick for me or I fought against it. And I think for me, I was so unattached and I was so sure that it was on its way and that it was possible for me. That's all you have to believe is that it's possible for you Um, and it will arrive. But for health, it took me a lot of back and forth till I finally, finally got it. And that's just because it was a lot of trial and error and I didn't have examples of people around me that had achieved what I had achieved and have gone from like unhealthy, overweight, like destroyed gut to the total opposite like I had to be the first one in my like kind of like ring of like like my circle if you will to create that um so that was a lot harder so my other advice might do is like surround yourself with people that have the thing that you want because then you're like oh that's totally achievable for me um and I think that was for me like how why love was so quick because I could come up with a million examples of how that random person could get love easier than I did and they weren't even trying you know so I hope this was helpful a lot of people when I posted this on stories were like oh my god thank you for this I think we're all in a lot of period of uncertainty we're all in the void we're all in the liminal space so like before we jump into that next like step if you will 
and it's really, really, really uncomfortable for me. It's like, uh, I don't know where I'm at. And I'm starting to get like more glimpses of light to kind of maneuver my way around. But uh, it's still uncomfortable. And I think if anyone out there does run a business or works for themselves or any capacity where you don't get a regular paycheck every two weeks, uh, you kind of have to learn to like be with it. I think entrepreneurship is inevitably like cutting out the work you need to do. Like you, I don't know how one could run a business and not work on themselves. I'm like, is that even possible? At least a successful business. <laughs> um, so I, I feel you out there. I have a lot of friends that work for themselves. And even if you don't, like if you're feeling uncertain because of like, I don't know, the economy and I feel like there's always just something going on so I just like try not to give into that it's like well if it wasn't this recession it was COVID and if it wasn't COVID it was something else and like blah 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 it's like don't even get caught up in that like just focus on what you can control and that is like how you show up and that is kind of creating space between you and your reaction and that's responsibility like creating more space for you to respond and that's just going to come with like repetition like you're not going to get it right the first time likely and and that's that's to be expected and that's okay we have space for that to exist here at least when you're working with me (laughs) um Okay, so yeah, I hope that this feels like a really good place to wrap today's episode up and I hope that helps anyone and this reaches anyone that needed the reminder. If you are wanting to dive a little bit deeper into your health journey and you want to integrate energetics into the picture, there are two ways you can currently work with me. I have VIP month containers where we get the testing and you receive the support from me and you spend time in my frequency where I show you it is possible to sustain healing and transformation physically mentally spiritually and as a result your health issues can start to dissolve or integrate if you will where you can feel lighter and healthier in your body um then that vip month might be for you if you have just one single area of concern if you are looking for coaching that's also an option i do take only two clients at a time to give you my undivided attention The other option is I have a self-paced course called Clear Channel where we open your drainage pathways and these are the pathways in which our body releases toxins and no matter who you are, whether you plan to go on a detox journey or not, you have to open your drainage pathways if you want to be in good health because if your liver, colon, lymphatic system and brain and cellular health is not in a solid place, then you are going to have a slew of symptoms. And that is most of Americans out there because our world is pretty toxic, whether it's toxic in the way of like our news and medical system runs or toxic in the way of like our food industry and how they pump our foods with fuck tons of chemicals. So everybody, if you have a body, you need to detox. And so this course preps you to support those organs so that you can have good health. And it's the first step to you going on any type of detoxification journey. So if you're wanting to parasite cleanse or you have some gut issues where you need to rebalance your gut, drainage, drainage, drainage always has to be the first step. There is an entire episode where I go deeper into that if that's something you are interested in. But if you are ready to take the plunge and you are ready to um, have a 
uh, a, a snapshot of like how this is possible for you using energetics and the science with in the form of shifting your diet and upgrading your supplements, then Clear Channel might be the thing for you um, just to give you a small win. And uh, a lot of people feel so great after this process, which only takes about four to five weeks. So if that's interested, I will link all of that in the show notes. And just to put it out there too, in July, a new round of Body Genius is starting. And this is my signature 16-week program where we start with drainage and we go through a gut detoxification and healing journey to support you with things like SIBO and candida and all these random symptoms that you can't get to the root of. So if you're someone that's wanting to take a jump into yourself, mind, body, spirit, and see and love and appreciate and know your body where you know how to decode its symptoms and you don't feel like like you're walking in circles in the doctor's office, then this is the place for you. Um, so I'll leave all that in the show notes. And if any of that lights you up, then be sure to check that out. All right, my loves, I will see you next week. And I am so grateful that you are here. Share this episode with anyone who needs the reminder that if you are in the darkness, light is inevitable. <laughs>